I think it's important for us to realize that it's not okay, that it's not up to somebody else to determine who we are. And yet so many times I allowed that. And it was how what I thought about myself in the first place that allowed those thoughts to happen. Welcome to Some Stutter Law, Newfoundland Labrador's first podcast about living with communication disorders. It is a production of the Communication Collaborative. My name is Greg O'Grady. I am a person who stutters and your host. Some Stutter Law aims to rebuild confidence and hope for people who live with communication differences by dismantling myths, stigmas, stereotypes, and barriers. For more information about the Communication Collaborative or for this podcast, you can find us at sumstutterlaw.ca. Today, Some Stutter Law welcomes Mary Wood. After stuttering for 50 years, Mary discovered information about the fear of rejection and how it showed up in her life as a person who stutters. Mary began focusing on accepting herself as a person who stutters rather than fluency. Since 1993, Mary has inspired people at conferences in Canada, the United States, parts of Europe, and Great Britain. Mary is an ordained United Minister. Currently, Mary resides in Lee Summit, Missouri, in the United States. Mary was a previous guest on Some Stutter Law. A revisit is now in order because since her previous Some Stutter Law guest interview, Mary has now become a published author writing her first book. Congratulations, Mary. Oh, thank you, Greg. Thank you. And the name of her book is Beyond the Fear of Stuttering, My Journey to Self-Acceptance and Freedom. So, Mary, just a few... uh, Welcome to today's podcast, and now just a few questions I have for you, okay? Sure, fine. Now, uh, before okay, before we get into the book, I was noticing that, to quote you, you, you said that uh, these words came to me after hearing a powerful statement at a conference. The mind controls the body. What you think about I bring about? Would you like to share a little bit about that, Mary? Yeah, and um, I, as I said uh, in the in the book, I didn't really understand it at the time. I was at a conference that was focused, or the title of it was "Born Rich," and I thought it was about making money, and so I was more focused on that. I was a single mother at the time. But for some reason, these words just stuck with me. And on the way home in the car, my boss had actually asked me to go to the meeting or to the conference. And on the way home, I just got more words and they were, you don't have to stutter anymore. Um, I, I come to understand that what I think about what I think about, what I focus on over and over and over again, 
It doesn't mean that just every thought that we have is going to show up in our lives, you know, because we have about 50,000 thoughts a day. Could you imagine trying to figure that out? (laughs) But it really means that if we focus on something over and over again, that that starts to take, be who we are really. And so I was just so focused on every time I, spoke i really expected to stutter mm. yeah thank you for for uh, sharing about that mary so mary uh, can you explain the title of your book beyond the fear um uh, and then i read another book by napoleon hill which I also thought it was about money because it's entitled Think and Grow Rich. And in that, he listed our five or our six main fears. The first fear is the fear of poverty. And the second fear we have is the fear of rejection. And when I read that, I just knew again that that was what was at the bottom of the stuttering. That was every time I spoke, I was scared that you were not going to, that that my listener or listeners were not going to accept and love me. That was this huge fear that was at the bottom of the stuttering. Okay. And, and I'll just say here too, notice that I don't refer to it as my stuttering but I refer to it as the stuttering. The stuttering. When I worked at the Conservation Authority, the general manager's secretary asked me one day, seeing as I called it my stuttering, did I want to own it? And I said, no. (laughs) And ever since then, it's made a difference for me to call it the stuttering. Okay. Now, now uh, Mary, did did you c- consider other titles for the book before you chose that name? And if so, what were some of the titles you were considering? I don't think I really. I I knew it had something to do with the fear of fear of rejection. Okay. And so it's always been I. At first, I think it was just, you know, beyond the fear of stuttering. And then a friend of mine suggested that I add um, another line underneath that about my journey to self-acceptance and freedom. Most of my, most of my uh, speech lessons that I had up until I was probably 35 years old really focused on on fluency and that's okay you know different strokes for different folks and yet i chose not not to go that route after quite a few years really (laughs) so would would you know would the uh uh the um Journey to self-acceptance and freedom, Mary. Would that be your 
key message in the book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I also came across another quote from you, and I thought this may relate to the message. My wish for you is to wake up every morning happy to be alive. Is that an underlying theme in the book as well? I, I think that's also an acceptance, uh, just just happy to be alive no matter, you know, what we are having, what, what is happening to us. And sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that you have to be happy, happy all the time, <laughs> because then that's not really acknowledging what is happening. When you're sad and when you're angry, I think it's important in order to look at where that sadness and where that anger comes from. And yet so many times uh, I, you know, I, I didn't appreciate what I had in my life. And so now mm -hmm. as I get older, And as we all get older, we're all getting older. That's true. <laughs> Whether we want to or not, it's just so, you know, sit, sit back and enjoy it. And, uh, Mary, when you talk about the, uh, my journey to self-acceptance and freedom, what, what do you mean by the word freedom in, the, in that? Free to be who I am. Uh, and that's also an acceptance, free to, free to, you know, to travel when I want to travel, free to feel that no matter whether I stutter or not, that I accept myself in every situation I go into. Yeah, there's uh, even... Even saying the word freedom just puts a different energy, puts a different feeling into what I have to say or else what I have to think. So, so many times we listen to what someone else says we should be, who we should do. And, um, you know, very, very often that's really good advice or it might be good advice. But in the end, we are free to make the choices that we feel at the time is good for us. What do you, do you feel, Mary, or some of the challenges and or obstacles, people who stutter, uh, that sort of, uh, you know, that, that impact self-acceptance. What are some of the obstacles, the challenges? I'm coming back to number one, I think, is how we, how we look at ourselves. Really, because in the end, and the end result of everything else, we, we are the ones who who make the choices for ourselves and uh, I you know I I listen to people 
who who made fun of me. Um, when I was about seven or eight, I actually stopped speaking and I wrote on a blackboard because I didn't want anybody else to laugh at me. And so I think, yeah, we... I think it's important for us to realize that it's not okay, that it's not up to somebody else to determine who we are. Mm -hmm. And yet so many times I allowed that. And it was how what I thought about myself in the first place that allowed those thoughts to happen. Mm -hmm. So, so, yes, I'm going to allow you to determine who you think I am, and then I'll make that who I think I am. So you know, so you're you know you're you know you're talking talking about a change of perspective. People, people who sort of need to uh, or or suggest that uh, that we all need to change the perspective about what we how we approach our stuttering. That really helps. Mm -hmm. Is it is it the worst thing that has ever happened to you? Some people might think so. Other people might not think that. Mm -hmm. Other people might think, okay, that it's allowed me, you know, stuttering might be that, that great, but it has allowed me to be part of an organization like your your organization, it has allowed me to meet other people who feel the same way as I do, who talk the same way as I do. Mm. There, there's a chapter in the book where I say stuttering is my gift. Mm. And I mean, I was amazed when that... What do you mean it's a gift? <laughs> you gotta be crazy. <laughs> You're a crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> and yet really, I mean it has allowed me to travel, it has allowed me to go so far beyond who I was up until I was about fifty-five. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that those years weren't really good before that, you know, they were. Uh, but you know what? I think they have been richer since then. Okay. So more, more, you know, more, you know, more of a fulfilling years now, richer and fulfilling for, for you. Yeah. But, 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 you know, but you've also, Worked hard on your, your, you know, you also worked hard on your inner self, Mary, to to get where you are today. Yeah, mm. I think it's de de dedication. I don't know if that's the word. It was like I knew that it was mine, mine to do. Okay. And yeah. No matter what, it, like now, 
now, uh, I would say, and I don't know whether this is really true, but I would say in, in the past even five years that, you know, there, there's a lot more conversation about acceptance. And I don't know whether that word was ever <clears throat> around. Maybe it was around when I started, you know, because as I said, I've been part of the, you know, stuttering support system since 1993. And I don't know whether I ever heard that word acceptance or whether I just wasn't open to it. Mm -hmm. So, in, you know, like in, in the term, you know, like in, 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 in terms of self-acceptance on a scale from one to 10, Mary, where are you now? 10, you have accepted your stuttering. Where are you now in, on this scale from one to 10? I would say as far as the stuttering goes, I'm probably a nine. Okay. There there are some other areas of my life that I'm still <laughs> that I'm still working on. Oh. And as far as the stuttering goes, um I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> if if you wanna laugh at me when I stutter, that's your problem. Mm -hmm. that's that's who you are no i shouldn't say it that way that's that's who you are mm -hmm. yeah now uh mary you also you are also an ordained minister and a per and a person of strong faith is there a, a spiritual thread or themes throughout the book if so explain because you know you're a minister you have strong faith. So is there a spiritual theme embedded in the book? Hmm. Well, there are chapters. I mean, I'm, I'm in the Unity Church. I was ordained in the Unity Church. And um, what, which is more spiritual than, I guess, religious. And so a lot of the chapters in the book are really um, you know, part of my learning after I got into ministry, but while I was in the church too, you know, because there, there's a chapter on forgiveness. And I don't know if anybody else talks about forgiveness. Mm. If they do, I haven't heard it. I would love to hear that. And there's a chapter on, on gratitude. It's because it's, it's not a, just about the stuttering, but it's about ourselves as a whole person. Mm -hmm. And and if we're so focused on the stuttering, then the other parts, the wonderful, marvelous parts of who we are, get forgotten almost. Mm -hmm. okay. Get 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 pushed aside because we're so focused on how I speak mm -hmm. when there is so much, there is so much more to you and I as a person who stutters so much. More. Definitely Mary. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, there's always this balance. Okay. I mean, you know, one, you know, uh, one, you know, one, you know, one can get so caught up on your, you know, your, your stutter that it actually takes away from the enjoyment and appreciation 
of, of life itself, all the other activities, things like that. So sometimes we, I feel, and I'm, I'm talking about myself as well, that sometimes I get very tunnel vision and focus on stuttering, but there's a whole holistic approach to a human being. Just like there is a holistic approach to stuttering. Thank you for that, because I don't know if I've ever heard those words. Mm. The holistic approach to stuttering is to look at the whole person and not just the speech part. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it's, Ooh. and I feel it's all part of our journey as well of self, you know, self awareness. I think the more that we uh, sit down and learn, I mean, the more that we, Talk to other people who stutter, much like yourself, uh, attend conferences, workshops. The more that we, we you know, we you know, we become more in, in, insightful, learn about stuttering and its impact. And I think this this is how we that we can sort of dissect the various uh, problematic problematic areas related to stuttering. And know that, you know, Tom Sherstein and I have had this conversation before. They they say that 1% of the, you know, they they say that 1% of the population stutters. And yet I believe that everybody stutters in a different way and comes from, wit. none of us have the same thoughts, <laughs> exactly the same thoughts. None of us stutter in exactly the same way. And so I don't know why I shared that. <laughs> I, I just think it's important, you know, to realize that we're all individuals. We're all special. Mm. Oh, we are definitely. Mary, where, where did the idea of writing your book come from? Did you always dream of writing a book? Or is it just no. evolved? It just evolved, and and I don't know, but what what it is, the, the all all the chapters are based on workshops that I've done for the stuttering community, and and I had a great big folder box full of those talks. I I've been doing. You know, talk since 1993. And so for some reason, I saved a lot of them. And I don't know where the thought of the book came from. Hmm. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I'm 85, so sometimes, you know, my memory. No, that's not true. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I just thought, well, what... What's an easy way to write the book, you know, rather than starting from mm -hmm. scratch? I just hauled out all these workshops and went through them and added, changed, or took away. And, and that's the so book. when you know, uh, when you know, uh, when you had decided to write the book, Mary, uh, did uh, how did you start to talk to your friends about it, or how did you pull people together to? help you write it, edit it? What was the process? Well, another really good friend of mine, she's also a minister. Her name is Martha Creek. She had just written a book 
And so she gave me the name of an editor. He lives in the States and he's a retired unity minister. And then she gave me the name of a young man who I believe lives, lives in Mississippi, who, who just, I, I just sent him all my chapters and he pulled the whole thing together after it was edited. Um, he really assisted getting it onto Amazon. It was a little expensive to do it that way. And yet at the same time, I was retiring from the church and there was a lot going on, you know, with COVID that we've had for the past two years, uh, churches changed. Anyway, so there was a lot going on in my life. So, yeah. Okay. Is it, it's amazing sometimes how the right and perfect people just show up in your life. Have you ever experienced that? Definitely, Mary. Definitely, you know, because I think if things are meant to be, they will happen. And you're right. Like some ideas, people. I mean, the right skill set happens to show up at the right time. Well, I'm strongly a believer in that. You know, I'm strong. Well, well. What you think about, you bring yeah. about. So true, so true. How how long did, did it take you to write the book? Oh, I kind of messed around with it, you know, because I was there. There was I was still working at the church. So how long did it take me to make the changes on the chapters and everything else like that? I would say. Over a year. Over a year. Okay. And yeah. No, do. And, and I just kept going back to it. And and another friend of mine who's a minister here, anyway, he's written I don't know three or four books. And anyway, he would often just, you know, slip in a little text message. Oh, how's the book coming? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd write back something like, Oh, it's not. <laughs> You know, and then I would start. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like a, ha, having all all of this support and encouragement uh, behind you was it was mot motivating for sure. Oh, that's you know. Sometimes I'm gonna cry, but sometimes I think all the people that I've known that I know through the stuttering community. Like how blessed I am, you know. I I made application to speak in England or to speak in Liverpool, and I I know people over there, and just you know, stuttering really has brought so much into mm -hmm. my life when I allowed it. When you to. allowed it to, and that's, that's the most important, important thing, Mary, is is, is is to you know to you know to be open to be open to allowing people into one's life, positive people into one's life. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And now that, I mean, Zoom has really opened the whole world up. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, do you, uh, you have, uh, have an, any advice to give to other people who stutter that are considering writing a book? 
any words of wisdom and of encouragement? Just, just get started and know that all of us, you know, and know that all of us might come from a different place or whatever, because there are getting more and more people who are writing, you know, books about stuttering and about their journey through it. And when I looked at them, I thought, oh, you know, who's going to read this one? And yet there was something in me that just said, no, it's yours to do. And so I mm. followed that. So, yeah. And just like, just like any other book, you, you have a different approach. You have a different, you, you have different words of w w wisdom that can help me or can help somebody else. And so, yeah. Uh, if it, it, if it feels right in my heart, then I usually do it. And if it doesn't work out well, I learn from it. Mm -hmm. There are a few things that haven't worked <laughs> out. <laughs> we won't go into those. Well, right it, now. it all sounds <laughs> positive, Mary, all sounds positive. Now, in, in, a, in retrospect, is there any information that you would have liked to be included that you didn't include? When you think back now, is there any other information? Wow, nobody's asked. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it covers most of the areas. And, and I mean, you know, fear is such a large part of it. Fear is such a large part of our lives, and it's still a large part of mine. And uh, maybe I no, I I don't think mm -hmm. so. I, I don't mm -hmm. think so. I mean, and and no matter what we learn or no matter what we write, I think we still keep learning from it if we're open to that. Um, you know, as I said, even though I have retired from ministry, it doesn't mean that I don't stop mm -hmm. learning. That I don't mm -hmm. stop mm -hmm. learning. Yeah. It is. And learning can be fun, you know. It doesn't have to be getting your head stuck in a book. And, well, there's lots of opportunities that we're open to to have fun, definitely, definitely, you know. It, it, I mean, just just have, having a, you know, have, having a positive perspective helps us to really sort of be open and to enjoy life more, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, Mary, is is oh, there another book in, in forthcoming in the works? Have you thought of writing another book? No. <laughs> no. One one was enough, is it? <laughs> well, yeah, and and I'm involved in other things, you know. I'm still involved in church, or still involved in the spiritual world, or whatever I call it. And and I've worked with ex-offenders. I still work with ex-offenders, and uh, that's been going on for twenty something years. And that all started because I wrote to men in prison who stuttered. Mm. 
and I got their names through the mm. NSA. And one of them, we are still writing or getting in touch now and then, even after that was in the 90s or something like that. Mm. Yeah. That's wonderful, Mary. Wonderful. Yeah, so no, have. Have you thought about, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, have, have, you know, have you thought about exploring opportunities to include your book, like in more of a, a study group, uh, studying it from chapter by chapter, and, you know, just exploring it to, you know, to mean to do to a school, you know, curriculum course. Have, have you thought about that, Mary, as a learning opportunity, an open educational resource? I have not. That is amazing. Yeah. That is good. Are Are you talking about uh, uh, offering this to people who stutter? Well, uh, not uh, well. Yes, yes, sure. And uh, Paul now, you know, Paul has has a, developed a a course for his students at at the Memorial University. And and it's it's all on all about stuttering, different aspects of stuttering. It, so Paul refers to it as an open, you know, open educational resource. It can be done online. It can be done in class. But but it, but so so uh, he 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 has started to be open to 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 other authors that have written books about stuttering to to use as 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 sort of instruction study for their his students, something like that, you know. I would love that. Okay. More, more, more as a conversation. Yeah, because I mean, this this is a good listening to you now. This is this is another learning opportunity, not only for people who started, but for students, uh, speech language pathologists, healthcare professionals, the general public, and I'm thinking, and also because you're involved in the church, like. In, in you know with the uh, Sunday school things like that so, so there's a lot of opportunities to 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 expand the learning based on your your book I would love that okay well we'll start talking to your friends about it <laughs> and I and I mean and I certainly have the time to do that so I mean if you know if if you know of any way that that can happen and Okay. So, so what you know? So, what I'll do, Mary, is I'll send Paul an email stating that you're, you're, you're you know, you're, you know, you're open to to uh, to discussing this with them, and to see see where the conversation goes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I I was at a uh, a Unity Church on the way down here, and I spoke, and and my talk was entitled "Beyond the Fear." And I sold the book afterwards, and on the Amazon.com, um, uh, my my minister friend here in Kansas City read it and wrote it. And you know, they were saying that it doesn't only have to do with stuttering, but it has to do with life. Definitely, and I'm um, you know, and, and I'm thinking as well. It's it's be a good opportunity to to you know to include it in. High schools, you know, you know, high school students, you know, teachers. So, anyhow, so so I'll, I'll, I'll sort of uh, 
uh, talk to Paul about it and then have Paul contact you then. Okay. You can be my agent. <laughs> okay. No charge, of course. No charge. I'm not charging anything. <laughs> well, there's an agent at 007 or something like that. <laughs> years ago. Years ago. So, look, uh, overall, Mary, has the book changed you? Do you feel more confident, more aware? Do you feel like you have a different personal uh, perspective now after writing a book? Because I mean, to to do I mean to to do something like that takes a lot of uh, courage, concentration, a lot of self-searching, and that's that's quite ad admirable. Has it changed you? Ah, oh, you're asking me questions nobody else has asked me, which is good. It 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 really has shown me that all things are possible. And sometimes when we think it isn't, uh, maybe it might not be. And once again, like I just felt that it was the right thing. I just felt that it was something that was mine to do. And, and also, and I will get back to age again, because I said, like, I'm 85. That doesn't mean that when you get older, that you sit on your couch and watch TV all day or, you know, whatever you want. And if somebody else wants to do that, that's fine and dandy, but that doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. I've still got, I don't know, I, I've still got things to learn. I've still got, you know, people to meet and places to go. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And rather than, you know, sitting home and thinking, oh, what am I going to do today? No, get off, off your butt and find something. Find, find how you can serve somebody else. That, uh, that, that's, that's great pearls of wisdom. Great pros of wisdom. In some way, whether it's at you know, at at the corner food bank or whatever you do, and all of us have a different, uh, you know, feeling in our heart as to how we can serve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's you know we uh, we all you know we all have you know responsibility to uh, give back by paying it forward because in many ways we, we not we may not realize about in in, in 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 many ways we are so blessed so blessed we have so many so many things you know to be thankful for mm -hmm. and so, so Mary when you know if 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 one you know one of our listeners are interested in, in, in I'm mean, sure I just say for listeners that are interested in purchasing the book, how how would they purchase it? Oh, yeah. you can go on Amazon.ca. Okay. When it's and, on Amazon.ca um, or Amazon.com okay. if somebody's from the States, but you can get it. And, and it's usually there within a couple of days. Okay. And how... And how and, and the cost of the book, Mary, how much are you charging? Eight ninety-five. That you know, that's a bargain price. 
the fire sale of Christ. <laughs> well, I'm not here to make the money, honey. I'm just here to share this. <laughs> <laughs> to share the, the wealth of wisdom and knowledge, definitely. definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I didn't um, write it thinking, oh, I'm going to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, Mary, we'll, uh, we'll uh, close now, but do, do, you know, do you have any last thoughts about your book that you want to share before we, we end? Hmm. Not about the book, but I, I just want everybody to realize, you know, that all, all things are really possible. And I know that might sound trite in some ways and yet if it feels right in your heart if it feels right for you you're all i i learned so much through the writing of the book about who i am and what to do and really stuttering has been stuttering has been the greatest lesson the all-round lesson that i've had so far in my life you know Wonderful. i met so many people my good lord you gotta um, so you uh, you have you know you uh, you you, know, you have developed an extended wonderful family it it is a, a global extended family yeah and now and there's the opportunity now for everybody to do that you know, in Canada and the United States, really throughout the world. And there's no, you know, we don't, we don't have to feel alone. Mm. Well, most people, I, I don't know whether I said this before, but I mean, mo most people who stutter are really very intelligent. Mm -hmm. and so, Definitely. Hang on to that. <laughs> <laughs> Make that, yeah. You know? Okay. Well, well, Mary, thank you. Thank you very much for your time this morning, and and thank you know you know thank you again for writing your book, because I mean you know the, I mean the more that people sort of share their lived experiences, the more that that, that we yeah. support and help each other. So so yeah. uh, thanks a lot, Mary, and we uh, and we will have have you back again for sure. Oh, well, thank you, Greg. It's, it's always a joy to speak with you. It always is. And thank you for, for what you are doing, really, you know, to come into so many lives of people who stutter. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Mary. And thank you very okay. much. Okay. You take okay. care, hon. We'll, we'll talk later. Okay. Take care. Bye. See ya. Bye. Some Stutter Love is hosted by Greg O'Grady. It is produced, recorded, and edited by Paul De Decker, as well as Luca Dini, who, by the way, wrote this jazzy theme music. Leah Bugden and Alicia Megason command our pages on Instagram and TikTok. Editing assistance was provided by the Labrador Languages Preservation Laboratory, or Labradori, at the Memorial University of Newfoundland. You can listen to or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. Video versions of each episode are found on our YouTube page. Some Stutter Luck 
is a production of the Communication Collaborative. Thanks for listening.